Okay, so what did you think of Taylor Swift's newest album? Let's get it on the record. Let's, you know, put it down in concrete. So that you can hashtag it that we talked about it? 100%. You know, Taylor Swift <laughs> is just fucking trending all the time. Uh, fun fact, real quick, before we get into your, your probably wrong opinion. Um, actually, I think I'm in the minority on this one this time around. Um, but back in the day, my first podcast, when we started to trend upward, we kind of hit a cap. I couldn't get mm-hmm. any more people to listen. <laughs> to break that, I would tag everything Taylor Swift. But because I'm a man of my word and I would not lie to my listeners, my loyal fans, we mentioned there was a five-minute segment about Taylor Swift every episode. Every episode? <laughs> every episode. I would tag the end of the episode with a conversation about Taylor Swift. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, at least you weren't false advertising, though. You know, no, you I, would never. I would never. I, I would never. Well, that makes one honest man person out there i'm the only one right in this cutthroat game i mean no i'm full of shit in a lot of other places of my life just not when it comes to podcasting (laughs) that's where that's your sacred holy ground exactly that's where i draw the line like this is where you know truth matters like hard-hitting journalism right here and right in the fields so paul harvey (laughs) the rest of the story story. and here's a letter Uh, (laughs) i just i don't know why not paul harvey (laughs) went full in casey Kasem. uh see the nostalgia is already hitting hard uh so taylor swift's album what did you think i liked it i liked it because it was uh very different and i know that a lot of people didn't because it was too uh indie sounding i guess Mm -hmm. would be the the best way to describe it, but I'm a, a big fan of the sort of breathy folk sound that it is. Okay. Um, like outside of obviously this album, so I uh, I really liked it. So I objectively think it's a good album. I think it was awesome. The indie influence is obvious as comp- as like compared to her last album, which was like hip hop. All focused. all pop and hip hop. And, yeah. and and I I really really liked her last album. This album I did not like, but not because it wasn't good. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I just don't like that mu- that kind of indie. Right, music. and if you don't, the whole the whole CD is you know what I mean. Like she has other albums where some of it might be hip hop, some of it's more pop focused. There is a couple ballads. There's a little bit more flavor to everything. This is all. Who's the dude Pretty- who like came with like that bonus album when you bought her last album, or not the last one, the one before that? You know I what I'm talking about? You, if you no, if you bought her second to last album, it came with the full album, but a, a dude recorded it, and it was like all indie. That I have no Ryan idea. I did something. not. I did not know that. Oh, okay. Thing. Never mind then. Completely okay. Off topic. It was just it's, like it sounded like that, and I wasn't a fan of that either. But anyways. This- <laughs> the mickey mouse club fever dream again <laughs> no this is real and i looked up that sketch it is real the mickey mouse club. if you don't know what we're talking about go back and listen to our second episode boy meets world where we talked about a lot of different up-and-coming stars right or was it no it wasn't in boy meets world. no it'll it was be the in, one for this thursday it it'll was in the... the boy band episode yep. so if you go back mm-hmm. to our boy band episode episode three of the right in the fields we talk about a lot of these up-and-coming stars back in the early early 90s late 80s and they were all on the mickey mouse club like there's so many of them christina aguilera justin timberlake britney spears the list goes on and there was a sketch somebody needs to find it on the internet so uh, there was a sketch where they were in a movie theater and someone was like assassinating them with like a blow dart i'm not crazy you're crazy this exists (laughs) i mean but anyways back to the only one (laughs) Welcome to Right in the Feels, the nostalgia-driven podcast where we th- talk about things 
from the yesteryear, the things that used to matter and still matter to people like me and Chelsea who cannot move on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, my therapist says I'm making great strides. <laughs> mine, mine quit, so I don't know what that says. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> we, if, if, if we were a, a character from a movie, we would be the one character from the late 90s, like, uh, last day of school movies, you know, where everyone's going to go to one last party and they're going to confess their feelings to each other. We'd be the guy that never moved on from high school. Like, you know, he graduated two years ago, but he's dating the main protagonist love interest. We're that podcast. We've never moved on. We're going to keep talking <laughs> about things from the 90s and 2000s like it was yesterday, because that's when stuff stopped being good, I think. <laughs> I I mean, in a lot of ways, I agree. In some ways, I just feel like it's very comforting to me <laughs> to just not have to move past it to try to find new things I like. I got limited space for things I like, and it's pretty full. So I got a shout out. Um, I got. Let me look up the name. Um, it was it was something fan. Uh, I'm so sorry if I don't remember your name. I'm trying to find the email. One of the few one of the few emails that we got <laughs> from last uh, last episode was. You guys talk in a lot of hyperbole and then in super, super strange, like rationale, like point of specific interest. So like you're either completely exaggerating or you're like completely on the money. There's no in between. Like there's no like subtle hyperbole. There's no like, yeah, you know, maybe there was 20. It's like either 2000 or there was 13.3. Like there's no in between for us. And I like I think that that kind of sums up our podcast as a whole. If you want to send in some really weird critiques, you can email us at can't be killed creations at gmail.com. So, you know, send in your critiques, like us on iTunes, subscribe, all of that stuff. Today, we're going to jump into toys from the 90s and 2000s as a whole, like the whole spectrum. Nothing sexual, though. Like we're talking kids toys. Chelsea. Kid, young, young adult. I would also. Young adult. Okay. I would also say I know that you can find this on a BuzzFeed list. I've seen them. Just listen to us talk about it anyway, please, and and experience the trip with us. I actually, I actually pulled up a couple of those BuzzFeed lists because I was looking at them the other day after we had talked about this episode, and I just don't agree with some of the things they decided are like the top. I don't know if this was opinion based. Oh, I would or agree. Sales, because like there agree. are things on here that I have never heard of. Like, do you remember? Okay, take it back. When I say it out loud, I remember her. But when I saw the picture, who the fuck is Betty Spaghetti? Oh, she had the long hair. It was, a, it was probably more of a marketed girls' collection. Like, I, I mean, listen, you keep saying that like they weren't all on Saturday morning cartoon commercials. Okay, I saw my fair true. share. I had my fair share of quote unquote girl toys. Listen, I was the kid when I went through McDonald's. I was like, Mom, listen, it you can. I don't mind if I get the girl toy, but if I get the girl toy, we're going back around. Like we're circling back around. Listen, like I got a couple <laughs> bucks saved up. Like I need that Mighty Ducks toy. Okay, like it's fine if I get some Betty Spaghetti bullshit, but. <laughs> Oh, you can always ask. My mom or my grandma would always just ask, "Hey, can I have this toy?" And Listen, they would no, say, this "Sometimes they the... were nice." No, this was not McDonald's in the late aughts. Okay, this was McDonald's in the nineties. This we're talking about fourteen-year-olds with you know shitty mustaches who don't give a fuck, who just got promoted to manager, and all they're trying to do is you know get laid this summer. They do not care about what toy I get in my Happy Meal. Half the time when I would drive through there, my Happy Meal in quotations would be like a Big Mac cut in half. Like that is not on the menu. That is not the kid's cheeseburger. Okay, <laughs> that, that is not what I ordered, sir. So you remember Betty Spaghetti. Let's start I with do. our our least favorite of the stuff that you researched of the stuff that I found. 
What was your least favorite? What's the one that you had disdain for? Not the one you don't remember. The one that you were like, fuck that toy. Like the irrational. When you would see another kid playing with it, you're like, that kid sucks. Okay, like, so <laughs> I jumped ship on this. So for a long time, I really wanted a baby alive, right? That was like... No, the one that shit itself? Yeah, and it cried real tears, but they were just the water and whatever. And it, it was only Pete. So I really oh, wanted no, so, Okay, whatever. It was only Pete. It's fucking weird. Okay, and by the way, the new ones are not only Pete. The new ones are poop, too. Okay, you you yeah. buy these little packets of refillable shit, and you feed <laughs> it to the baby, and then it poops out, and then you buy diaper replacements for it. My daughter got one this year. And well, you know what? Even she agrees. No. She's like, this baby's fucking weird. That is a strange-ass right. toy. So I always wanted one because probably just from TV, because I don't think I knew anyone that had one that it wasn't like I went over to my friend's house when I was, you know, young and they had a baby alive. And I was like, oh, I got to have this shit. No, because like I saw it on TV. They aired it all the time. And I was like, you know what I need? That baby alive. So I got one for Christmas, literally hated it the first day I got it. My Dude, and the, were that was the only thing you got for Christmas because that thing was like four hundred dollars. It was, it was, I don't think it was four hours, but it was pretty expensive. Listen, to a compared kid in the 90s, it, it was $400, okay? Compared to what it should have been. Did you yeah, not definitely. hear the criticism? It's either extreme hyperbole or right on the money. Like I was trying to address the, the criticism <laughs> and try to be more rational Actually, the, the way that they worded the email, write in please again and explain yourself, because I can't tell if it was criticism or if they enjoyed it. Like, <laughs> like the way they worded it, I can't tell if they were like talking shit or if they're like, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm guessing it's more one than the other, and uh, my money is on criticism, but... I just appreciate people took the time to email. <laughs> Honestly, if they were that upset, though, like, I don't do that because I feel like somebody's done that good of a job. Rarely. Very rarely. I do it when somebody's done a bad job. I'm, like, I'm on some sort of list when I <laughs> Google baby alive MSRP. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the baby alive you got it and nothing else for christmas how did that make you feel bad because so that's what i'm saying so this is the toy that i hated the most because initially i wanted it and it was i thought it was going to be great i got it we were um at christmas at my aunt's house in florida so it we did every other christmas we rotated for a long time and um i got it my uncle john was like helping me put it together or whatever and then it was it was just awful it was it i I cannot express to you how disappointed I was at, you know, six or whatever age I was. I was, it just, the disappointment has continued, Terry, to this day. So that I, I now see all baby dolls and I do not like them because of this, this one experience. And also all baby dolls? Of, all baby dolls. So like, my, I, I was never a fan of the baby thing. Like I had one. And so the way I remembered it, it was like very life. It was like a really nice, like doll, right? Yeah. The so, feeling of it, it smelled like weird. Well, so it wasn't a baby alive. Guess what it was? Hmm. My sister had it? stolen one of the, like the oh the psychology baby the, yeah the psychology <laughs> babies because it had like the metal thing on the back and everything like the, the key that you turn <laughs> she just gave it to me <laughs> I had some ruffians as siblings as a kid <laughs> so, so like I had this strangely lifelike thing so when I thought of baby alive I thought it was that and then I then I, later on I learned I was like no it's the one that pees and shits itself like that is a horrible horrible doll so i have two that made the list and okay. there's lots of toys i don't like i'm a very particular person if you haven't picked up on my very even strange aside from this podcast six, <laughs> exactly <laughs> but there was two that specifically uh like poke out at me when i think of these toys that i hate one was deceiving 
because the commercial made it seem like it was the funnest fucking thing and that that song was a bop. I'm talking about Sockum Boppers. Do you remember Sockum Boppers? Oh, Sockum Boppers. More okay. fun than a pillow fight, okay? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm here to tell you, not more fun than a pillow fight. Those were pool noodles that you put on your, or, or you know, floaties that you put on your hands and you'd punch somebody and they just bounce. Like, they, that person is dead. If you punch somebody with a sock and bopper, <laughs> like, they're done because you just punched them with essentially like a blow-up doll. And you just, like, sock them, you know? It's not more fun than a pillow fight. You know what's more fun than a pillow fight? Nothing. Pillow fights are still king. Yeah, I mean... That, so, that sock and bopper sock sock and boppers also just lead me to the direct next correlation. Like the next obvious thing that you would think of is the moon bounce. The moon okay, shoes. No, I like moon bounce. Oh, the moon shoes. Moon the, shoes. Those, those were a scam because you didn't. Because they also they also had a bop to it though. They also they had did. a very catchy. It was honestly it was like back to back commercial. I'm not convinced they weren't the same company because those also fucking sucked. <laughs> it's like like the, that trick that they taught you with like like those pump up shoes you know when you would like you know you'd fill it with air you're like oh you're gonna jump so high you're gonna be air jordan you're not mm-hmm. you're still gonna trip and they're still gonna beat you up okay i don't yeah. care how much you fucking pump those things you can pump All them right. until like the weird powder on the inside goes out they're still gonna beat you up for having beetleborg shoes okay welcome to terry's therapy session <laughs> <laughs> we've switched gears real fast Adopt the okay fine tone. <laughs> if it's the therapy <laughs> session here comes item number two on the docket <laughs> Mousetrap. Oh no, what? shut the fuck up. I love Mousetrap. I'll fight you right now. You're an idiot and you've never played a good board game because Mousetrap is not a good game. First of all, you know that's not true. You and I have played several good board games together. Okay, but then you're then you're just so wrong. I thought you were smarter than this, Chelsea. Like, have you been drinking? Are you doing crack again? Because Mousetrap is not a good game. You just take turns and you have to place the mousetrap in the exact spot that it's supposed to be from the board for at the end, a horrible Rube Goldberg machine that really depends on if you got a good set or not, the way that the, the pieces were cut out and, and come from like the model, you know, when they poured the plastic in and cracked it out. Was it a good cast? No, then your mousetrap fucking sucks. And that's the end of the game. You just, it happens. You, you The Rube Goldberg machine happens the same every fucking time. There's no strategy. There's no point other than to catch the stupid rat but the commercial makes it seem like it's the coolest fucking thing and it is the coolest fucking thing when you see it happen once it's like setting up dominoes the, the first time you do it you're like that was cool now i guess i set up the dominoes again fuck mousetrap okay mattel so, hasbro whoever the fuck made parker brothers okay so what i have to say is i agree it's not that fun a game i had a lot of fun setting it up though was like the first time okay and setting no, it up I mean, the board game though. I'd be I I'd be fine if setting it up was fun. Okay, I get that. It's a it's a neat little like custom Rube Goldberg machine that you teach your kid that, you know, you they can do pointless things too as an adult. Like, I get that. But it's a game, okay, Chelsea? You take turns. There's supposed to be some sort of stratagem to <laughs> defeat your opponent. There is not. You put the fucking pieces into the, the board, and then you catch the mouse. It was dumb and a waste of money in a very, very expensive board game, I might add. So, my grandparents had it at their house, so I didn't ever really play it past, like, a certain... Like, I was young when my grandma would help me set it up, and so I think maybe that's where the connection is for me, is that I just like to set it up with her. <laughs> and then we would just take a... You know, like, basically that was all the fun, though, was setting it up, and then we wouldn't even really play. We would just... just set it off, basically. Well, I think your grandma was a punk, because <laughs> this game sucked. Listen, By the don't way, you talk about my grandma that way. <laughs> Listen, did she buy you the baby alive? Because I think you might have... <laughs> I think you might have just cause, too. 
No, no, no. She didn't mind me baby like my parents did. They were very disappointed also. <laughs> All right. So let's pull apart. Let's pull the curtain back a little bit. Like let's 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 take a step back. Okay. Let's let's get away from the therapy session. Let's get into the real deal. Okay. Let's talk about what hits you right in the feels. Let's go to these lists and let's look at some of our top toys. So what did you find in your research? What were some of the good toys from the 90s? As I told you earlier, I did not do any research. This is all based on 100% my memory and the memory of the few people that I asked what they liked. Research. If you reached out to people, like interviewed people, that's what I did. That counts. I mostly just screamed and said, hey, what was your favorite toy when you were a kid? No wonder people were so so surprised and upset with us. By the way, I guess like real quick, I want to note uh, this podcast hit 500 subscribers. I really appreciate that. That's awesome. Thank you so much for doing that. Continue to like and share and listen, subscribe, put reviews out there on iTunes, but it's really awesome. Email us. Tell us where you're listening to it from, because I've been trying to run the numbers. Our RSS feeds have been being picked up from any, everywhere, but I go to iTunes and they're like, no one's ever heard of you. So I got to know <laughs> what backwards fucking app are you listening to this podcast on and why? Just email to can'tbekilledcreations at gmail.com and tell Tell me where the fuck you're listening to it from, and I'll send you a thank you card. Anyways, so your research tells who did you yell I, at? I bought some stamps. I can make the I can customize <laughs> the thank you cards. It's just I would like to throw out there. You send gotta me what stop kind of mailing stamp. me these fucking weird bespoke. <laughs> like you have like it's like sealed. It's got a wax seal on it. I get this. I bought that for quarantine. Heavy cardboard fucking letter with a wax seal like i was invited to a ball in game of thrones every every week and you know what by the way i take offense there's never anything in there for me it's always it's only for emily my kid. <laughs> like what the fuck okay i talk to you on here once or twice a week like what do you want from me you don't deserve any of the fancy things you just talk, told everyone on the internet that listens that you don't even appreciate it i bought that specifically for quarantine because i was Actually, bored I, I, and i missed people <laughs> on top of that i also said that your grandma was a punk but yeah, you hear me talk shit about your grandma, who Greatest I know. Greatest generation, my ass. Uh, oh, <laughs> anyways, Jesus. so anyway. the choice that you found. So, from my research, pretty much everyone agreed that the top toy was either a razor, or if we were counting video game like systems, it was scooter? Nintendo. Yeah, or it was a Nintendo sixty four. <laughs> that was that was. Or I had another contender of Nerf guns. Okay, so. You you definitely skewed towards the 2000s right there with the Razor scooters. I mean, the N64 definitely was in the 90s, but it, it kind of permeated it through. But uh, Nerf guns, I mean, Nerf guns have always been a thing, but man, did they hit hard in the 2000s. That's when they started to get weird. It was, it was really a combo of Nerf guns slash Super Soaker. But I just, you know, figure they all are kind of the same thing. No, I know that they're, no. I know that they're not. Okay, I know. No, that they're and not, like but that's the, the generation category. gap right there. Okay, so if you go '90s, you're talking Super Soakers, and you're yeah. talking all sorts of different like versions, and you had different like levels. You can get like the P90X Super Soaker, whatever the fuck they were called. But th- those were awesome. <laughs> they all had gimmicks. Like I remember, there was one, like, how fucked up is this? So there was one where, like, you're supposed to put it in the freezer for, like, 15 minutes before you, <laughs> before you load it into your gun. I'm like, okay, that's either dangerous. Like, you're just, like, getting ready to, like, put ice in there. Or, or B, I suppose, it's just cruel. Like, ha, mine's even colder than you. <laughs> Sociopath over at Hasbro was like, you know what? What if it was cold? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's they were like, weird. I like it. Put it in the yeah. freezer. Yeah. Put it like, in the instructions. So weird. I, I had one that was a backpack. Like, it was like I had, like, a flamethrower. Like, I was in Nam burning fields or something. Like, it was fucked up. 
like like some of the shit that we had for Super Soaker. Listen, you have to keep going. We can't just like stop and pause after I talked about burning fields and Nam. We have to keep moving. I I honestly I didn't know what to say because it made me uncomfortable, and I was like, mm. "Listen, I just watched Watchmen, I... so it's like on my mind." Oh, okay, okay. I was just gonna like, but honestly, I was just gonna let you take that one by yourself. I was just not gonna <laughs> associate. Shit is this? Okay, I insult your grandmother one time, and you can't have my back about talking about. <laughs> well, it's just they were a little different. Anyway, okay. What did you, so what did you find? So you didn't, you didn't like any of my. I had like other a bunch of other stuff that I really liked. I just those were the three that came up. The Nintendo sixty four was definitely the most prominent. Um, you and I had talked about doing it as its own, honestly, whole separate episode. So I didn't know if we were including it in this list, but it was definitely by and far the number one pick. Of, you know, the people that I surveyed or whatever. People that I asked. Hunted down. Yelled at. <laughs> I, listen, I, I, I don't think that it, like, it can be like excluded. Like, the N64 is a toy. Like, Nintendo is a toy company. Their first fucking thing that they made was, like, playing cards. And then, like, one of those, like, arms that, like, old people use to reach things with a claw at the end. Yep. But, like, mm-hmm. it was for kids. Like, that was, like, the first thing they made even before the Game Boy. You know what I mean? So... Uh-huh. N64 definitely can be included as a toy. We're talking about top though. Like that, that all like half that list skewed past the 2000s. Like Nerf guns, like Nerf guns didn't even get the darts that didn't stick to shit like a suction cup until like 2004. I mean, like, but I what? had one that stuck like the suction cup, and that I think I had that in the 90s. Honestly, yeah, no, you did, no, you did. I'm just saying, like they didn't even get, like they didn't even achieve their final form until the 2000s. Oh, okay, you're just meaning they weren't even like peak, peak what they could have been. Exactly, exactly. All right, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And did so you I'm gonna have, work my uh, way backwards a little bit from that. Like those are good, okay. and I want to come back to them, but I just want to list a couple of things for you to see if you remember. So we mentioned hit clips a lot, right? In yep, the yep, they're on my episodes. list. Like if, again, go back and listen to our boy band episode. Hit clips come up, and actually, if you listen to our boy meets world one, hit clips come up. And I think on the Digimon <laughs> set as well, we talk about hit clips a lot. <laughs> Too much, honestly. They're getting all the royalties from us. So listen, no such thing. Number one is royalties for hit clips. And number two, no such thing is too much talk about hit clips. So, do you remember a similar toy that was advertised at McDonald's, but there was like a better version? Do you remember? Like, do you remember that concept at all? Where, With like, the small CD. Well, no, 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 no. Just like you would have a toy that you would get from McDonald's and it wasn't the real toy. It was like a facsimile. It was like a little bit smaller, less articulate, but like they yeah. would do this. So like McDonald's would do two things for toys. They would either A, be like some really crappy movie tie-in or mm-hmm. B, it would be the toy that you actually want, but like a smaller, crappier version that did none of the things that you wanted that original toy for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's pretty fair. So the pinnacle of this was the Poochie. Do you remember the Poochie? No. <laughs> so the it's Poochie sound, was a this funny word. dog that you could have. There was like a little like magnetic bone that you could give it. Um, I'm gonna oh, like the eye dog, here. like the Hasbro's eye dog or whatever. The, Before the eye called? dog. Before the Yeah, but dog. the same kind of concept. The same, though, the same concept. Okay. And McDonald's would give you one, but it did nothing. <laughs> it was just a really crappy, like, PVC plastic toy. But the real Poochie, you could hand, like, the bone to, and it would do things. I just remember being so poor and knowing a couple of, of richer kids that would have these. And that was like, oh, man, they made it. Like, <laughs> they're top tier. They have a Poochie. It's the, okay, you sent me the picture. I was going to say, so it's, like, the the one that looks sort of like the iDog, but the earlier, the, pro, the progenitor of it. Yes. Yes, then, I do remember this now. <laughs> 
Yes. It's all coming back. It's like Flash. It's like the Betty Spaghetti thing all over again. I'm like, oh, God, I'm remembering. Uh, (laughs) Again, the nom flashback of it all. Like, oh, God, I remember. I remember the Poochies. So if you take another step back, the other thing that was a point of status for me, like I'm thinking like first grade, second grade, like these kids, man, they have money. There was two. They had the fake BMX toys with like the weird clip. On. So, like, you would have something to control it with. It'd be like an eyeball or a head, and it would clip to the handlebars, and you control this tiny little BMX bike. I remember okay, being yeah. okay. So, you remember those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember being so poor I could not have one because my mom was like, "No, I'm not paying ten, twenty dollars for a smaller piece of metal that you'll break." I I bought you a real bike two years ago. It'll be fine. <laughs> you have your huffy. Like, just be happy with that. I'm not buying you a smaller one. You're stupid. Um, and then she'd kick me. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. She wouldn't, actually. But I remember well... some kid lost, like, the tiny little, like, metal nuts that would hold it all together. He lost those. So he was going to throw the whole thing away. And I dug it out of the garbage. And I put it back together using paper clips to fill in, like, so it would all stay together and I would twist them. So I had this little janky BMX plane. <laughs> Wow. look guys i'm cool too right like a real, a real macgyver right i can play with you now too i'm not poor i have the tiny bmx and they all laughed at me and then they kicked me too and they were like that was yesterday today we're all about tech decks i'm like what the fuck is a tech deck and they're like it's a little skateboard i'm like that's just a little that, that's nothing that's a that's a twig with wheels on the bottom that's not a real skateboard <laughs> and they're like yeah but there's this cool little thumb guy that sits on top of it and we can do tricks and you're poor and they kicked me again. <laughs> and you're poor. <laughs> the first so grade, to... wow, it was pretty uh pretty divided up the there. First eh? grade, first grade was a long that was a long battle for me. Uh that was also the same year that Pokemon came out. So uh so the Pokemon cards were a big thing. My mom also wasn't buying me Pokemon cards for a long time. Then I they got banned at school. Wait, they got banned at school. Oh man, oh, Pokemon. So I wrote a short story about it recently because Pokemon had its (laughs) trials and tribulations. Let me tell you, at (laughs) Hillman Elementary School. So, so Pokemon (laughs) came out right, and then and then the Pokemon cards followed, of course, right? Right. It was it was made by Wizards of the Coast. It modeled after Magic: The Gathering, but with a few different changes. Well, none of this mattered to a first grader because we didn't read any of the fucking words on the card. We just wanted to collect those little fucking pocket monsters and their paper and their energy cards. We needed it, okay? It was like crap. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> and if you were poor, you couldn't get it because it was expensive because you had to buy the packs. Like there was no starter decks or some bullshit. You would buy right. one thing. It would come with one deck that you didn't know how to play with, with none of the cards that you wanted. And then you would buy thousands of packs to try to get the cards. You wanted that goddamn holographic Charizard that's now worth like $10 million because people were like, I still want that crack. And also I thought Charizard. it was only like 50000 Go fuck yourself, okay? It's a lot of money. <laughs> what did I not I'm tell tra- you about the hyperbole? I'm trying to make up to the viewer. <laughs> The one, the one that cared. I'm sorry. Um, so, of course, I also wanted to do crack, so I needed those Pokemon cards. And I remember this one rich kid, he was like, nah, you can't have any Pokemon cards. Because I would beg, you know, because I was like a little Dickensian orphan <laughs> out there with my fucking janky-ass BMX toy. Couldn't have a tech deck, you know? Like, look, guys, it's a skateboard, too. And I, like, crush it to the ground, like, flatten it. Um, and they are like, here, kid. And they threw me a Diglett card. I had, I had one fucking <laughs> Diglett. 
<laughs> that's what they thought of you and i so i finally got that card and i eventually conned my mom into buying me the starter deck and it came with a vhs tape to teach you how to play and god i tried to get everyone i knew to watch this vhs tape i didn't watch it because i didn't know how to play but i wanted somebody else to watch it and then teach me <laughs> no one would no one would i remember my dad falling asleep midway through and like <laughs> my dad uh was not a was not a card gamer if you will uh all trucker hats and picking mushrooms out of the woods so he was not learning pokemon anytime soon but i finally was able to start building this collection i did learn to play you know above all else all of the trials that i went through i learned how to play and i had that deck and i was ready and then subsequently they were banned from our elementary school <laughs> because it was like crack people were like skipping school and like like not doing any of their homework and getting into fist fights over these cards. And, like no one was like blowing each other in the bathroom. So I guess it wasn't like crack. Yeah. Cause um, you were in the first grade. <laughs> yeah. And I think pe like people specifically white, uh, you know, like our generation people compare everything to crack and Hitler. So I don't want to be part of that problem, but like, you know, Pikachu little mustache, you get what I'm trying to say. So it took over the school like fascism. Uh <laughs> <laughs> with an iron grip the iron grip they came down and they were like no more pokemon cards and no soup for you and finally <laughs> i'm mixing a lot of metaphors here uh, a lot of references seinfeld he was also from the 90s it still fits with right in the feels stay oh, with okay. me guys follow me on this goddamn train <laughs> it's going somewhere <laughs> buckle up motherfuckers <laughs> i feel so, so bad i inflicted you on these people <laughs> You're an enabler. That's what my therapist right. says. Oh, uh, right before he quit. Uh, um, <laughs> so they, they ban the cards, right? You would think Pokemon is done now. Well, <laughs> uh, the Pokemon company and Nintendo, they are much smarter than that because when the cops crack down on crack, you know what they do? They introduce a new drug. So <laughs> they start selling these little fucking like PVC toys of them that come in a Pokeball. So now we're all like, well, we can't have the cards. Well, fuck you, Miss Vince. I'm bringing in. That was my first grade teacher. She's actually a wonderful lady. Um, <laughs> shout out to Miss Vince. But, but fuck you for taking my diglet away. Um, and my magneton now that i'm now that i'm fucking listening to green grievances here i never got those back you son of a bitch uh but oh thank you God. again for teaching me you know like how to read and write and shit. Yes, uh, let's get back to it so so they, we all had these little PVC Pokemon. So they were like, well, we have to ban these fuckers now. And every time they would ban one Pokemon toy, they would come out with some new shit. Fucking brought back Pogs that have been dead for almost 10 years. They brought those fuckers back with Pokemon on them. They would bring back like the full-on action figures of Pokemon. So like this merchandise got crazy to the point where you were not allowed to have Pokemon merch at all at school. <laughs> and so it was like underground. Like if you had Pokemon cards, you're like, shh, shh, hey, man, hey, do you want some... Uh, do you want some Pocky? And we're like, yeah, I cracked that code. And then so did the teacher. So you go to detention. So eventually you would come up with different things. Like, again, like you were selling like weed in the park. You're like, hey, man, I got some cardboard. You got some cardboard. You want to take a look at my cardboard and see if we can switch cardboards? And eventually, like the whole trading circuit got overrun. We would hide them behind the fence. There was like a, a telephone. Oh, phone. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we would hide our cards there. So and then, but the, you know, one kid who was also poor, but way smarter than me was like, what if I just take all their cards that they hid there? Cause then I would have <laughs> the Pokemon cards. <laughs> right. I know and they can't tell on me cause you're exactly it's like killing a drug dealer. Like who's going to fucking tell you? Like I've been watching a lot of the wire. If you can't tell. <laughs> that it's is like also very apparent to me. <laughs> 
that show is fucking good, man. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not uh, saying it's not. <laughs> God, HBO. It's, you know, it's not TV. It's HBO. That's all I'm saying. So, also for the viewers' reference, we will do a whole episode on Pokemon. I'm sure probably more than one. Probably one on the games and one on the show and the impact and all that stuff. And we got to do another one on the cards. I know. I think this is good for the cards, buddy. I honestly just, <laughs> I think but, this might be okay for the cards. But from there, like, because of that obsession, that's when, like, I, like other things came into play, like Digimon. And Digimon came out with full-on, like, transforming action figures. So it's like Transformers, but they would do the different forms. So if you listen, go back if you want some education on Digimon. So, like, those were really big for me. Like, the little PVC figure, like, clones of Digimon and Monster Rancher and all the other weird, like, Pokemon knockoffs and quotations. Th- th- that was my that was my jam. But the piece de resistance, the, the fucking cherry on top, the chef's kiss of all toys were Power Rangers. Because those motherfuckers, those are still the best toys. If I look to my right, I see a couple of Digimon toys, some Kingdom Hearts figures, but then a fuck ton of Power Rangers and Beetleborgs because those were my jam and they still are. Because so, they action figures, they had swords, they had motorcycles, they had giant robots that you could fucking attach them to each other and they could fight. And, you know, when you were started to get older and lonely, they could go on dates. The Power Rangers... <laughs> And action figures as a whole were the best, especially in the 90s, because you had companies like McFarlane and like even Hasbro started to come out with more articulate toys that I remember that being a selling point. So you'd have a box toy like they had like Nightcrawler from the X-Men. McFarlane came out with one. I remember like the points of articulation being the selling point. Like this one has 100 points. You can turn its fucking head all the way around and its wrist work. <laughs> like it fucking mattered. Like that was a, that was a thing. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I could go. I, on no, I was just day. do they. I was just gonna ask. Do they still come in? That wasn't they didn't. They used to come in green boxes. Power Rangers. Yeah, didn't they come in like a like a plasticky sounding green box? I mean, I think most toys come in a plasticky sounding box. But I don't know. I, if, I, don't I remember if it was green. I think they were green, but I don't know because I had season probably was was a green box. So I had exclusively like four Pink Rangers, all like Hell different yeah. <laughs> four Pink Rangers. Because, you know, I must have liked only the Pink Ranger because she was a girl. And then I got one Green Ranger. (laughs) I mean, because so I really like Power Rangers a lot. Not as much as the Pink Ranger. (laughs) You know, that might be racist. Like, you only like the one color. Like, that's fucked up. I don't, I don't know. I was going to be about my non flashbacks and you're just fucking segregating Power Rangers. My mom was just so ready for me to, like, want to wear dresses and stuff like that. And I was, like, blowing up G.I. Joe's with firecrackers. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Like, I remember when she asked me if she could take me to buy a purse. She's like, please, can we just like go? I said, I would rather carry a wallet. She said, why? It's because it's more practical. What do you she mean, why? Buy me a purse? I'll fucking take a purse. Like, are we talking like Michael Kors level or? No, I was like 14. It doesn't my matter. That, I, I'm, it has now become my therapy session. So let's just. <laughs> Sorry, we'll to... <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Tell me about all the toys that your mom wouldn't buy you. So. I actually was making a list of toys that I always wanted, but that I never had. And on them was a lot of infomercial things. And I think it's just the subliminal marketing is still there. See, like, like I the- think my mom, like, just pulled the right one. Because, again, like I said, we were a little bit poor when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So if it was, like, you had to mail order, like, money, no, no, no. Because it was, like, you had to catch them on a good day and it had to be payday. So it was, like, <laughs> catch them on a Friday, first of the month after, you know, after the mortgage was paid or whatever. Then you were, like, right. maybe you can get a toy. 
any other times you're like i'm not fucking calling a place number one to order you something and number two three easy payments go fuck yourself and then she kicked right me. and so that's where like i so i also never obviously got anything off it. i didn't even know anyone who had ever gotten anything off an infomercial so i don't even I was, know i like, was convinced that number wasn't real like for any of the things <laughs> there's gotta be a better way well not if you fucking call like that's, that's not happening <laughs> um but i was a big like stemming i guess not really action figures but i was a big poly pocket fan fucking poly pocket also i mean a scam. similar you could move you know you could move the doll around you could turn its head all the way around smaller the clothes very lint trappy like just attracted all the hair it's because it was the, the tri-city the area pvc and paint slowly fucking like coming apart like it was like it's like, like it a like rubbery a... yeah yeah that rubber was like starting to decompose it was like watching an episode again i'm showing my cards here that i have an hbo subscription because i'm doing much better than i was as a kid just throwing it out there take that lance okay like, <laughs> i can buy my own bmx toys now um Listen, i got my fair share of those stories so. <laughs> but like i've been watching chernobyl and that's what i think of when i see the poly pocket plastic toys because uh, i found a couple somebody had given my kids some and i'm like this plastic is like falling like i i think i have a tumor by holding this like, there's like radiation coming off this thing it's not safe to have around children and they still make it and they're still tiny and you can still choke on the little fucking strawberries not that i ever tried to eat them as a child because that'd be stupid i was just gonna say my sister she's uh almost six years younger than me and i don't know how many pieces of clothing she ate like last just year I... do you mean back in the day no i mean like back in the day i mean now i, I you know <laughs> she might still i don't know you know if you're listening please don't eat the potty pocket stuff anymore but it was like i was always like one shoe and then I shoe for my poly pocket and one they're hard to keep track of anyway because they're tiny and yeah, then you know covered in lint and then i only have you know one it was devastating to me bane of my cool. existence like i i kind of wanted one like as like a morbid curiosity because even though like it wasn't cool enough like there was no dragons or anything i was never like a gender like oh that's a girl's toy it was just like how cool is it it was a cool, right. cool girls' toy. Like I'd fucking take it. Like you remember those dragonfly toys? I think you mentioned Dude, the twirly, the, the twirly, twirly sky dancers. Yes, those were fucking cool. Those are still cool. The, the, you, you can know, use like them a as a weapon. Version. Exactly. Then who who shot them straight up? No one did. You shot no them one. at you, each other, or you held them and then spun it while you were holding it and hit somebody with the arms. Oh, jeez. I mean, my I guess it's just as violent as my projectile weapon, but so for some reason that just sounds more visceral. Like you were like, I would, you know, I would personal. do it. I would do it both ways, but yeah, they were and they hurt. Solid plastic, good craftsmanship that could not have come from America. So this might just be like a childhood thing, like going to the certain houses I went to. But how about those magic mitt toys, where it's like as a tennis ball, and you had the glove, and you would throw it, and it would stick because it was all Velcro. Do you remember those? No. Wow, man, I was poor. Like, <laughs> like I, I mean, they were like the bright green and pink yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, you remember. I didn't ever have one or know anyone that had one. I oh. when I I saw, came across it, so I have looked at a BuzzFeed list since we started this podcast, so that I would know more what you were going to talk about. And it was on one, and I said, "Don't remember ever seeing that." <laughs> the, the, it's the type of toy that you would buy at a gas station on your way to. A yeah, that's what it really, looks like. Really crappy vacation. <laughs> with yeah, your grandmother like. she's like we want to go to the up and see why the you gotta leave my grand why you gotta bring her in like, no this is my grandmother she leave like, nancy alone <laughs> nancy's a punk 
Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, the top tier toys were definitely action figures of many kinds. Like I loved the Power Rangers, the DC action figures at this time, starting with the line that came out with like the Superman, the animated series. So the Batman, the animated series was good, but they really stepped it up a notch after that series when Superman came out because like there was way more like, uh, you know, just the expanded universe and then obviously leading into Justice League. Wait, like, so wait, You could get wait. all sorts of toys. Wait, 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 wait. As in, you think that Superman the Animated Series is better than Batman the Animated no, Series? No, no, I was just saying they expanded that toy line a bunch. So when it was Batman oh, okay. the Animated just, Series... Just I mean, strictly from a toy perspective, yes. I, I love both series. I'm more of a Superman fan, but I that series is still better. But it's all the same series, really. It just keeps going. Like, it's the same team. They just kept, well, they I, kept making more of them. Yeah, but I just... But we that's, 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 listen, that's a horse of a different color, Chelsea. We, we will get there one day when we get to our, you know, DC Animated Universe. That is All I'm today, saying though. is, I have a full PowerPoint on why Tim Drake is the best Robin, and I'm going to bust it out for the no, viewers. But listen, like, <laughs> I'm in full agreement for that. Okay. Also, Tim oh. Drake is best Batman, just as a record. Um, just, just want to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is precursor. So if you don't like Tim Drake, don't listen to that. Episode. Yeah, don't listen to that episode because that's all it's going to be. Like we also love. It's Dick a controversial Grayson. take. Yeah, I mean, I love Dick Grayson. He's just the best Nightwing by himself. Like not. Yeah, as exactly. he's his own thing. When he became Batman, I love that run. Him and Damien. Are... Yeah, okay, him and Damien. That's good too. Hold but on, I hate hold Damien, on. We're so... getting we're getting off topic here. Back to the action figures. So I love that Sorry. whole line. Marvel again. Marvel started coming out with some really cool action figures at the time. The McFarlane run if you wanted to get like way more into it. Lord of the Rings had a really good line of toys at that time with the movies coming out. So the 90s were really great if you were into action figures, really of any sort. Things got more articulate. They came out, not came out with, but like they really perfected the six inch scale of action figures, which is still my favorite. And anything you could think of, if it was a Saturday morning cartoon, they were going to be part of that line of toys. And then when the 90s ended, the only like there was only a few things that kept up with that scale and a lot of things started to get experimental and let me tell you it was the wrong choice because when the teen titans toys came out and they were like four inches tall and they matched nothing and only had four points of articulation man listen i mean i still bought them but i was mad about <laughs> i still gave them my money but i still bought upset. every single one and i still have them but i'm angry about it <laughs> i still have them and I want you also to know, when you buy a Power Ranger action figure and you pop the head off, there is not a head underneath it. Uh, it is Jason from the Power Rangers. It's just still, it's just you broke the head off your Power Ranger toy. You just glue it back on and there's no points. Now with the Legends, <laughs> right. Now with the Legends line, everything comes with an extra head, which is awesome. It's a really, really cool thing. You can pop the head off, you put the Tommy head on, it's dope. But back in the day, that wasn't the... that. That wasn't the case. Anyway, let's you pick one. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. My pick is Beanie Babies. Still have mine. Uh, still love them. Can My dad. Is there ever I been have, a bigger scam than Beanie Babies? Listen, I have an extensive collection, and some of them are worth money. How does and I say that become the official not, toy of of hospital that, uh, gift shops? Like how does not ironically do because they're so cute? What do you mean? Listen, I I love my fair share of Beanie Babies. I had a flamingo that I thought was dope. I had a pretty, I had a unicorn that was pretty awesome. I think that was also top tier. I don't remember their names. Flamingo, I'm guessing, was named Pinky just because they did not have their naming scheme on point back then. Um, yeah, everything was pretty literal. It pretty much was like unicorn was like uni. I'm like, oh, go one. Couldn't have gone Eunice or Eunice <laughs> or something. Like you couldn't have thought outside of the box. It's just uni. Okay, take that. The horn was cool though um 
<laughs> Beanie Babies were cool, but like the, it's to the point where like every single sitcom has an episode of that person who hoarded Beanie Babies, hoping they'd go up in value. Like who, whose idea was like like genius marketing? They were like, one day these will be worth something. Son. Listen, I'm looking at a list from Cosmo. Okay, uh, from 2019. The I own the number one priced one, Stag, worth fifty thousand dollars on eBay. I own the number four priced one, Twig, worth forty five thousand dollars on eBay. Pinchers, the lobster, I own him. Yeah, but uh, see again, like th- this is like every episode of Sparky. Where, like, I it's own totally Sparky. Worth 50, Name one person that would pay fifty thousand dollars for your fucking beanie baby. Ba- I own all of these. Why aren't you selling them then? If they're worth I, so my debt, so retain so, their value. So, and they're all in very good condition also, in case there are any prospective buyers out there. But, yeah, but, they're all on eBay, apparently. They're also um, the same three people. Yeah, so anyway, my, so when I, I mean, this is going into sort of like my backstory or whatever, but when I couldn't go back to, <laughs> when I couldn't go back to, when I couldn't go back to school, um, when like college level school, uh, I was living with Aren't my dad. on law school? Yeah. <laughs> undergrad so i took a small hiatus in undergrad because i couldn't go back because my dad had gotten so when that had all happened i was not in a very good place and i was like not very responsible with money at all and so my dad had taken all of my beanies and hid them because he thought i was going to try to sell them like and or apparently he... like if they're not good for anything else well yeah but he didn't want me to sell them uh like it, like, while I was in this downward spiral, I was just in a bad place. He didn't want me to then regret selling them and have all that money. Start doing crack and, or buying Pokemon Well, cards, just continue to have some problems. I agree. Listen, before we get like any more real here, let's uh, let's segue here a little bit. Number one, sell those fucking Beanie Babies. Like, what the fuck are you doing? If they're worth any money, sell them. Number two, fucking collect something better, man. It is 2020. Like, I don't know. Buy some fucking Pokemon cards. Like Yu-Gi-Oh is up there. Maybe start playing Beyblades. I mean, I guess I'm looking so, at the list now. Sorry, I'm distracted for a second. So let's let's run through a quick a few ones before we segue to the next like the the 2000s. A lot of what we named is from the 90s. So shout outs to My Little Ponies, Trolls, but Furby is a big one. Everybody had a goddamn Furby. Everyone thought it was genius. This thing it had a microchip. I remember everyone saying it had a computer in its head. It could say my name. But like it couldn't do much else. Uh, but everyone had a Furby. I had a Mogwai when they did the crossover because everyone's like, these Furbies look like Mogwais. And then Hasbro was like, I mean, we own Mogwai, so we could just make that, I guess. And you could <laughs> set them next to each other and they could talk. And oh man, it was such a big deal until you wanted to smother that thing because it wouldn't stop talking. And yeah. then your batteries yeah. would inevitably die. And then you couldn't, it couldn't say anything or do anything. You had to start over. And I wasn't about to do that. Boppets. Boppets are so uh, amazing. Extreme I love a good Boppet. Yep, yep. I love a good Boppet. I I remember going until Boppet like ran out of batteries. I just kept going. It wasn't close to the the world records like three days or something like that. Um, and then finally, my favorite toy from the nineties before we skip forward is the Tamagotchi. Okay, yeah, that was on my list too, as it was up there. It wasn't my number one, but it was uh, it was definitely up there. So I used Tamagotchi as like a whole generation because the Tamagotchi was the first one, right? You know, mm-hmm. you had the little animal. The, well, yeah, but then obviously one. stuff came after that. 
Exactly. You fed it. You made sure it pooped. You cleaned up the poop. You fed it again. You pet it. Whatever. Tamagotchi is great. But then you would start to get ones with a pedometer in it. So you would run or walk or do what every kid in the world didn't shake it because we're not fucking running. I'm I was just going to say shake, shake shake the thing to get the steps. Fucking, you wait for Cloud to swing his giant sword in Final Fantasy 7. And while you're waiting for it to load into battle, you fucking shake it. Uh, <laughs> the night. <90s. laughs> <laughs> so it leveled up from there there was the the first digimon ones which were like just like dinosaurs and then eventually they started to form from the show and mm-hmm. you had like a straight up digivice those were the best again with the pedometer but you could pick your favorite digimon and every new season of the show came out with a new digivice and you could fight your friends digimon they would hatch from the egg fucking cool i still love them to this day i'm looking at a very expensive one i bought for my wife we bought two just so when we went walking we would have something to do because who just walks okay you can only play so much pokemon go and when you run out of I'm service what do you that. do you play with the digivice <laughs> because it doesn't need service <laughs> outsmarted you picture the meme from uh reading rainbow uh, <laughs> anyways also underneath this was all the other devices that tried to copy it so i had a smart watch i think it was called a cool watch literally called cool watch <laughs> and it would have some sort of digital avatar and it was a watch and he would press it and he'd like go like oh yeah like the kool-aid man and he would flip because it was 2d and i'm pretty sure that's all it did but man was it cool yeah i mean that sounds pretty cool what wasn't cool was the rest of the outfit I was wearing, which was a gray vest and spiked hair that could like, uh, like pierce through drywall. Um, got made fun of a lot <laughs> for that vest, watch, spiky hair combo. But I maintain I looked good. But it was the staple, you know. Yeah, listen, nobody else was rocking that vest, probably on purpose. <laughs> so let's get into the two thousands. So how old were you in two thousand? How old was I in two thousand? Seven. We were, we're both seven. Like yeah, so like fourth grade-ish, right? No, it's like second no, grade. It's like second grade, okay. Still, that's about when it started. So second on up, as we as we start getting through here, we're going to get away from some of the 90s toys, showing our age a little bit, and get into the 2000s toys. So this is really where everything matured. Pokemon turned to Yu-Gi-Oh! The, the swirly uh, Dragonfly toys turned to Beyblades. Like, everything got cooler, shinier, edgier. Dragon Ball Z was in full form. Okay, we're in the Boo Saga now, baby. Like, I love that you used it that way. Like, someday, you know, ancient scholars, whatever, they're like, yeah, we're just going to go by what Dragon Ball Z was on TV. <laughs> That's the era defining thing, man. Like, well, how, listen, how do you define it? Like, oh, what great tragedy there was in the world? Like, I was oh, normally was it's like, it? like pre and post 9 11, but like <laughs> pre and post Boo Saga, okay? <laughs> this, this is how we do it my priorities have been fucked up. I am now I'm aware of this. Like, listen, I'm was Trunks on the team yet? <laughs> Like, was Trunks? <laughs> did he have a sword? Okay, like, this is what matters to the people. What color was he at the time? <laughs> exactly. Exactly, exactly. Who did he absorb? Okay, this these are the important <laughs> questions. Okay, where in the Dragon Ball Z timeline do these toys take place? So we're into the 2000s. Big ones for me, so I kind of mentioned them. Yu-Gi-Oh! Beyblade was huge for me because it was the first toy that I was ahead of the game on. Because, mm-hmm. again, didn't get a lot of toys and stuff. But at that point, my father and my mother were both working. And we could afford to buy a toy. And I remember going into walmart and seeing beyblades this was before they were snapped together too i i hit it big it was before the show even aired i got one that you screwed together and this thing was dangerous oh wow metal you screwed it together and it was before like the show even like had a commercial in the u.s 
and I, I fucking had one. So when Beyblades hit it big, I was like, oh, I got those fuckers. I know everything about Beyblades. I knew every speed, every weight, every bit beast, which was the picture of a little tiny dragon that you put on top that did nothing, but it mattered mm-hmm. in the show. So the kids pretended it was real. And so I was cool for once in my life. The only time, probably, that I'm going to say that it'll ever happen. I'd probably never again. Even my kids think I'm lame because they're like, Dad, well, they're playing with Beyblades. Go to work. <laughs> Get a real job. <laughs> like, no, we don't want to play Pokemon cards with you. Get your Diglett out of here. <laughs> They'll <laughs> kick you. <laughs> <laughs> then they kick me. <laughs> but I had Beyblades, and they were really, really cool, and it matched the anime. And uh, But really, it was just tops. They spun around. You couldn't control them. If I yelled really loud like a Dragon Ball Z character, a giant avatar beast did not rise out of my Beyblade and attack the other person. They just laughed at me because I was yelling and my Beyblade was spinning. But I won a lot because even once I figured out, even once I adopted like real life and understood in reality, they didn't do that. I learned that if you were fighting a person with a right spin and you had a left spin, the left spins would stop the right spin. So I won every time. Uh, I don't think that's the case anymore. I think they're just round now. <laughs> but I'm back pretty when they sure. Had blades. Yeah. <laughs> so you could trick them. And they were like, oh, man, he was so good at tops. <laughs> Which is the same <laughs> thing as saying you're not good at a lot of things. <laughs> tops. And like I said, Yu-Gi-Oh! was really big. Played a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh! Knew all the rules. Had all the cards. No longer do. Uh, because, you know, somebody kicked me and took them. But... I moved on to Magic the Gathering. Still bought a lot of Power Rangers. Still bought a lot of Digimon. But I was on the video games by that point. So we mentioned the N64. I was balls deep into the PlayStation and PlayStation 2 by the time the 2000s were hitting. That was, you know, Kingdom Hearts era. That was, it was time to put childish things aside and, you know, start playing edgy things like Grand Theft Auto. You know, the very serious, very real-to-life Grand Theft Auto 3 (laughs) and Vice City. My neighbor, uh, I so I still lived on state. My neighbor had Grand Theft Auto. I wasn't allowed to play it, right? Because my mom, well, I mean, my dad would have been too, because there were hookers and there was, you know, violence. And but his mom didn't care, so we would play it on his computer. And they had, you know, a computer room because everyone did. And we would just play it for hours, like just sit and for like two, two still, just watching. And I would just watch him play, and then like switch every so often. Yeah, God, and, there was uh, no multiplayer in Grand Theft Auto. No, no. Uh, I think it was just the original one that we used to play a lot of, though. Meanwhile, fucking Grand Theft Auto Online is the largest game, like, still to this day now. It's like the biggest. Right? It's like, Grand Theft Auto Five is, like, the biggest piece of media, like, earning-wise, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, still to this day. Because yeah, well, they're still coming out with with stuff for it, too. Like, exactly. Like, every single Kevin day. Kevin is playing it. Microtransaction, like, as we speak. I mean, he was downstairs before I came up. This is this is your roommate, right? For, for yeah. the listeners. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Exactly. So, give me your toys. I went on a very long diatribe there. Take it away. Two thousand. So, so uh, two thousand toys would have been. So I really got into my Easy Bake Oven at like the early two thousand. Um, was it at I, least no longer a light bulb? Was it some sort of convection? Did it do? No, something? it was a, no, it was a light bulb. Stuff. It was a light bulb, but I don't. Like, like now, probably... it does something different. Like now, it actually cooks shit. Like you can make an egg in a easy bake oven. Back in, when I had one, like I was afraid of food poisoning. No, never, because I mean there wasn't any egg in it. It was just water in the mix. Ah, God, that sounds disgusting. I mean, yeah, it wasn't good, but I felt like some kind of fucking chef, okay? Like yeah, I was living rich my... kids. I couldn't have an easy bake oven. I had a real fucking oven, okay? <laughs> I wasn't was allowed to use it. I had to make eggs in the I was never still. allowed to use 
the oven. I uh, <laughs> I liked a lot of Hot Wheels stuff. Oh. Uh, my neighbor. I spent a lot of time when I lived upstate with my neighbor, and he had a ton of Hot Wheels stuff. And so we like a bunch of the like I don't know what they're called, but the big scapes like with the jumps and stuff. I mean, and it's just like we, a track. They just call them tracks, right? Yeah, but they, they all had different. Like, oh, this one is the twisty oh, something, something. You know what I, I mean? Gotcha. Like some kind I of gotcha. cool name attached to it. Um, but we would like his whole basement. It was unfinished, so it was like cement. You know, it was dark as shit down there and kind of scary. And we would like set him up all over and and uh, just have like a ball playing Hot Wheels for like hours and hours. And it was, I had like uh, one or two tracks like I liked Hot Wheels, but I wasn't like super into it because I wasn't a big car guy, but there was a few that looked cool. And, so, like, you know, they're cool. Period, yeah, right? his dad, his dad uh, worked construction and like they had nice, like um, nicer cars. Like they had like a really nice Corvette. They had a really I nice. Gotcha. For, so he was very into cars. And so his parents bought him a lot of car stuff and they had decent money. So we always were were. uh Fucking around with those is a good time. Was Very Bratz a big thing for you during that time? Yes. Yep. So that was gonna be my next point. The he level, like, <laughs> if like if it was a Pokemon, it would be the Charmeleon of of Barbie. Like Barbie um, was, was Charmander, and then Bratz was Charmeleon because it was edgy. Yeah. So I had a lot of I had Barbies when I was younger. They were never really my favorite, um, just because I didn't really have anybody to play them with because my neighbor was a boy and he did not feel like you do about it. He would play like sometimes, but we played a lot of like with GI Joes and. Uh, small firecrackers that we would like set up giant <laughs> we would set up big scapes for them like out my parents had like 10 acres his parents had like five or six and they were like right next to each other and so we would like out in the woods like set up whole like battle scenes and then light fuses and throw them at each other <laughs> it was very dangerous we See, were, now, you're, probably... now you're getting onto my level of, of toys like playing out in the woods where it's like i didn't have toys but somebody left some pvc from an abandoned house and now i have a bow staff you know what yeah, I mean? like, exactly like now i'm fucking gambit i stole yeah. I stole a pack of solitaire cards and uh we're about to go down <laughs> um so we did a lot of that and then i got for my like my third birthday I, my dad bought me a go-kart and then that was all that we did that was all my neighbor and i did for I, so ever after year, that, which... i didn't have a go-kart but a, a friend of mine trevor did rest in peace and yeah. man that was just the coolest fucking thing ever like in the winter yep even in the winter like just <laughs> just ripping through and like because we own so much land it was like you had like a track you had multiple different ways that you could take nowhere though like michigan everyone's got land you know what i mean like unless you're in metro Detroit, right. like or flint yeah you have well i was i was living too. outside of flint at that time so yeah but like, like even even if you're you're poor and you don't own land there's state land you know yeah, mm-hmm. so it was like, a. Who's pulling over a kid in a go kart and asking for an RV sticker? N- nobody, <laughs> <laughs> literally nobody. Um. So look at some of these crappier ones. Sorry, do you have more? Keep going. I was just gonna more. say it, and then the Game Boy Color happened to me. Oh, uh, God. So that I had, was, I had not a life changer. Yeah, I had an N sixty four, and uh, my neighbor did too, and so we played a lot of that like together. But then we both got Game like Boy Color. Pokemon Colors. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Well, we played, we played a lot of uh donkey kong 64 together we'd like beat the game together Who in the second grade shit? i come at donkey kong 64 like it's a bad game i hear about Who it said all that? a lot of people it's like a general consensus on the internet and I it's think a good it's, game it's an amazing game uh, it's hard still you need a goddamn, like that game is so good you needed an expansion pack to get it to play okay like you could not it you needed more ram and more memory if you wanted to fucking put that game on your crt tv okay you could not just fucking play it you needed the red 
thing that went inside your N64 to boost its power. I'm not a computer guy, okay? I don't know. But you needed it. I had the Donkey Kong 64 edition, so it was the green see-through with the two green see-through Hell controllers. Yeah. Hell yeah, you did. But we also played hours of uh, GoldenEye. Like, just hours of just hiding in the vents. <laughs> Have you fucking golden guns on Golden guns uh, hiding in the vents. You know, like, yep, or the, the secret library. room. Yep, yep. Okay, the secret room. <laughs> did that not blow your mind? It's like, to this day, and like, I always talk about wanting, like, secret, like, hidden passages in my house. And everyone thinks, like, oh, it's because you play, like, Dungeons and Dragons. It's like a no, fantasy. Like, no, 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 no. It's fucking 007. It's 007. It's, but I'm also, Kong <laughs> 64, if you play the versus mode, Hell there's yeah. there's the secret thing. passages from the rooms from the rooms that Conquer's you can use. Bad Fur Day and Donkey Kong 64 have t- have <laughs> two of the most underrated multiplayer modes of all time. Just saying. The rap, the funky rap, the funky rap. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you remember? Okay, here's a throwback for you, real quick. Okay, guys, if you're not willing to take this walk on with us, like, why are you listening to this podcast? Okay, we're hitting you right in the feels, not just the one spot. We're not just hit fucking hitting your knee. Okay, the feels are everywhere. And right now, it's we're going to early Fox Family. And yes, Chelsea, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're Every talking about Listen, listen, you're gonna appreciate this. Do you remember the Donkey Kong television show? Are you still there? That. Are you still there? You gave me a good pregnant pause there. You, you got me. I thought you were th- turning off. I was still thrown by the fox. Fox family is awesome. Number one. Number two, oh. Donkey Kong. Like, it wasn't called Donkey Kong 64. I think it was just called Donkey Kong. But I think it, it was Donkey like, Kong Country. Was it Country? No, Donkey Something Kong Country was the NES and Super, or Super NES I game. thought like I thought the show was called that too, but I could be wrong. But you do remember it. So you did watch Fox Family. I'm, I never at any point have said that I did not watch Fox Family, Terry. I just don't think about it every day like you do. Let the record show, Your Honor, that Chelsea has, in fact, watched Fox Family. <laughs> and and enjoyed, it. enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it was called Donkey Kong Country. You're correct. And oh my god, you can watch it on Tubi right now. We'll know what I'm doing tonight. Okay. <laughs> I got some paperwork got to do, some comics to draw, and I am watching Donkey Kong Country because, man, did I love that show. Was it good? Probably No, not. it was not. The Looking animation, animation on it was animation, terrible. Though, <laughs> hey, terrible. listen, motherfucker. It came out in 1997. Final episode aired July 7th of 2000. So uh, let's cut it a break, okay? I mean, I will. <laughs> take a, take but a step it... down. So while you're playing N64, <laughs> going all out, let's look at some of these horrible, lame toys that people had before we get into the best of the best. We're talking like Game Boy stuff, because I can talk another 14 days on Game Boy. So before we get there, I want to throw out some of these horrible toys I'm looking at. Uh, Mighty Beans. Do you remember these fucking scams that they tried to sell us? No, I don't remember Mighty Beans. Mighty I'll Beans are exactly what they sound like. They are beans. They are like Mexican jumping beans. So like they had like a weight inside. Uh... Like roll and they had different faces. They had different time. faces. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember those. There because, was a Z man, at the end. How, yes, how exactly. quirky. Same thing with crazy bones, which were just I like, do, like I, worms. Like from yeah, I do remember getting. those. Yeah. Those were awful. Like, some of these toys I'm looking at, and I'm like, some of these were good. Like I see, I'm following like one of these lame lists and like Bionicle is on here. Listen, Bionicles were fucking amazing. No argument. Perfect. We can keep going. Bionicles I, were amazing. I don't, Write I don't, down. I don't. <laughs> I don't think that uh, I've ever played bi- a Bionicle. You don't know what a Bionicle is? I no. I'm looking it up right now. What? Man, I thought I had a bad childhood. You don't know what Bionicles are? 
So taking it back, Bionicles was the was not the first and not the last time, but it was definitely a poignant time in my life where I got kicked out of a group of kids. Uh, I was ridiculed for not having one. I was the last one to have one in this group of kids that had Bionicles. They were cool. This they just looks Lego like kids. They look like connects. Yeah, no, the no, action no, figure of connects. They were the action figure of yeah, connects. They use the same pieces, but listen, that's not what we're talking about here. Bionicles were cool. Okay, Lego owned them. You built them. They had masks. They had weapons. And we played this game at school where if you fought your Bionicle and your mask came off, which was not, there was not an official game. It wasn't like Beyblades, but like they played with them like they were, like there was some sort of contest. But so if you could take the mask off, you won. Well, again, I was the last one to join the group and I didn't have one yet, but I, all I asked for for my birthday was a Bionicle. I got one. I got the white one. Okay. The white one had a sword and a shield. But the, sh- the shield was twofold. You could block with it, right? So they couldn't take your mask. But also, you could use it like a scoop and take the other kid's mask off. Well, I was able to do this, and I won. I defeated them all. I took their Bionicles. Ha-ha! And then they kicked me out of the group and said I wasn't allowed to play with them anymore. And also that Bionicles were lame. And then they bought the new Bionicles, which I couldn't afford. And they kicked me. Oh, just rich kids, honey. Just That's doing what they do best. A lot, of kids, a lot of kids. I don't know if these ones are rich. I don't think Bionicles are that expensive. I think <laughs> I think they just didn't like me because I it was like, ah, I beat you, and they were like, this kid sucks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'd have said the same thing to you, to be honest. <laughs> You're so mean. Well, is, I just am trying. To... We weren't friends. Um. So also, you were just nine feet tall, Chelsea. Like we gotta say it. The elephant in the room. It was you. Why were you so tall? <laughs> like I, what like, happened? You met. Have you met my father? Oh, I mean, man. yeah. Like, were you wearing platform shoes? What was it? No, just regular shoes. I just blossomed early. <laughs> it wasn't blossoming. It was terrible. <laughs> Razor scooters were also awful. I want to throw that out there. Everyone was like, Razor scooters were dope. No, they were stupid, just like Heelys. Oh, the shoes. Yes. Isn't that, okay. That's a little later. That was my sister's generation. That yeah, was you're right. That was a little bit later. I wanted, I think I just thought they were because I didn't get one. So we're going to end this on a toy that probably isn't really a toy. When you think toys from the 90s and 2000s, you probably don't think video games. But since we made it official with the N64, let's talk about the Game Boy Color. Like, that is just the best <sighs> toy of all time. My mind's exploded just thinking about it. We'll do a whole exactly. episode on it probably at some point. But exactly. Pokemon but... game, like, I'm not a Pokemon fan, and I say that. With a small caveat, I don't hate it. I just much prefer Digimon. And I think that's... You're correct. You're on the right side of history here. When the aliens yes. come down, or they, they've already arrived. I saw the article this week. But uh, when they eventually outlive us and then categorize us and look back through our annals of history, Digimon will for sure be the victor. It was just the show wasn't as good, you know, for me. Pokemon. For Pokemon. But, but anyway, I digress. I still play the games. Uh, a few of the games. Not near as many. My boyfriend. Uh, will fight me every day about Pokemon being better than Digimon and about the games and about... Yeah, but he is so far on the wrong side of history. Listen, I know we brought up fascism earlier, but let me uh, go back <laughs> to <those> tri- <laughs> Anyway, so we... My neighbor had one too, but also um, I played a ton of Zelda games. I played yes. a ton, a ton of... Some of my favorite Zelda games are Oracle of Seasons or, or and Oracle, Oracle of, of Ages, Ages, both. Yes. So my neighbor had one, and I had the other. Um, subsequently, I like begged my. Did you have the books from the book fair that told you how to beat it and find secrets in it? But it was actually a narrative choose-your-own-adventure story because I did. Uh, I didn't know there were books, but now I'm about to look them up. So Dude, they were 
<laughs> they were choose your own adventure books, but there were little things. So like when you couldn't figure out how to turn that guy back like out of a tree or whatever, like that was like if you found uh-huh. the path in the book, it would tell you how to do that. So like it would have like kind of hints to the story as well. Oh, I got you. I found the books. The Game Boy Color was amazing for me. It was a game changer. So I didn't have a Game Boy up to that point. I had a PlayStation, and that was my, that was like my video game. Like I was never getting another one for a long time. But uh, right. for one of my birthdays, I finally got a Game Boy Color. I got the green one. Got the green Game Boy Color that was like on the nice. card. So I thought that was dope. Um, yeah. I didn't get any cool games with it at first. I got Animorphs, the game, which was not good. It was just like Pokemon knockoff that didn't have a save chip inside of it. There was no memory. So like it had the code still. So you'd have to find the code to type in to remember where you were at. Right, to go back to that point. And because like- That's Animorphs, really dating us, I think. I think, I think saying that is really dating Yeah, knowing us. the codes, exactly. But, and also Animorphs. But Animorphs is coming back. It's getting a movie. So uh, take that. I was actually had Animorphs on my list if we were going to talk about any kind of books that we really liked. Um, I think, I mean, we mentioned the book first. So we can throw some out there. I had all the Dragon Rider books, um, which aren't good, but, you know, nostalgia. I, but I mean, you know, it kind of does, uh, I mean, it, it's like an intro to, to fantasy sort of thing, you know, For sure. At, a, For sure. at a young age. Yeah. I had, like, an, I had Animorphs. Animorphs. I was, was uh, a big one. I was a huge fan. Uh, probably still am. I mean, I haven't read them in a long time, but I own them. So you were I watching love- like Sean Astin on Nickelodeon when that was on? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, was it yeah. Sean Astin? Sean yes, Aspen. I, Ashmore. Ashmore. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But at first, I all I could picture was <laughs> Yeah, I was like, that wasn't him. No, I'm getting a Sean Ashmore. Sorry. No, yeah. there's two of them, right? Because they're, they're twins. I, what? Yeah, Sean Ashmore has a twin. Yes. Yeah, but which one was on Animorphs is what I'm asking. Is like Sean and Aaron Ashmore. Okay. But Animorphs is the real question. But anyways. Sean, Sean was Sean. in it. Okay. So I had I had the Animorphs game, which is awful because like Pokemon, it's you know, simple RPG, you attack, they attack. It's cool though, because you have these little monsters that evolve. You know what doesn't evolve? Fucking bats. Fucking <laughs> dog. Like that's what you got to play as an Animorphs. And if you were really cool, if you made it far enough, a fucking lion. Like that's it. And you fight the fucking worms and the weird centaur looking and like I forget what they were called in that fucking world, but that's what you play as an Animorphs. But eventually, for my birthday, because it came out so so long after, I got Pokemon Crystal. And man, nice. was that a game changer because yeah. Pokemon Crystal, if you don't know, was like the third uh, in the series for the second generation of Pokemon. So you had originally you had red, blue, and then yellow. But then when yeah. the second ones came out, you had gold, silver, and crystal. So you could catch almost all of the Pokemon from crystal. But then secretly, once you beat the main game, it also has all of Johto. So I got to make up for all the shit that I missed. I got to play through essentially red and blue, which I missed out on. So that like that blew my mind. I was obsessed with that game. I've probably put more time into that game than any other game in my entire life other than maybe Final Fantasy VII. We're talking thousands of hours. We're talking Jesus. I had to replace the battery inside of my crystal to keep playing it because it would no longer save because it died because I had played it for so long. Okay, Anywho, well, color me impressed. It. Exactly. Did not know that about you. Yeah, color you crystal impressed because that game is fucking awesome. <laughs> and I would play it so much, I remembered. I had the epiphany that you could play while shitting if you had a Game Boy. But I learned because <laughs> like otherwise, like when you were a kid, you know, before the internet, before everyone had cell phones, what Just did you read do? Read the back of the shampoo yeah, bottle? Read the back of the shampoo bottle. What the fuck else are you gonna do? You're gonna take a book in there? No, that books are for nerds, but then you got a Game Boy and those are for the cool kids. So I took the Game Boy in there and I would always have to go to the bathroom before I went to bed, right? And I was like, wait, what if I just told my mom I had to go to the bathroom and then I take the Game Boy? I can just play all night. 
infinite Pokemon Crystal. You know, yeah. 15 minutes into there, she goes, you're not pooping. You're playing Pokemon Crystal and took it from me. <laughs> she outsmarted me that time. And then she kicked me. So uh, <laughs> you just opened up a whole. So I used to be the type that would take the, would take a book, right? Of course. Of course. And, Eventually and, but, I got there. But but my parents would wake up and I would be passed out in the bathroom. Like no no pants on. Like didn't even have to go to the bathroom. But I was had been in there and I had fallen asleep. And it would I would like fall asleep on the tile floor. <laughs> But you know we have to we do have to take some points away from the, those times because number one you had a book remember book lights <laughs> oh yeah yeah I I got one of those for Christmas shortly yeah, after yeah fuck you and your Kindles okay we had book lights if we wanted to read at night you know your mom and would I had to hide mine I would I would yeah hide it under the bed or I would like hide my whole body under the bed God we were nerds and I remember uh, like because the screen was so dark on the Game Boy it was not backlit so like. It's it's probably a weird thing for people now if you think about any sort of screen or it's like yeah it lights up when you press the button well the Game Boy didn't no like, did not like there, you had to have the light on no light you needed the light on to see it so like you had these Game Boy lights that would shine this bright fucking light on this crappy screen and okay. <laughs> it was like the worst way to play games like ever but you had to if you didn't want to just like sit under the sun and that was but the problem the Game Boy is SP, you know the genius is, is it was so bright that you could see it under the closed door of my bedroom. So if anyone was walking by, they could see the light. So I had to do it like under the bed with a blanket draped over the edge. So that way they couldn't see it. Yeah, eventually I learned, though, that my mom gave no fucks. <laughs> no, Steven, Sorry. he cared. Let me tell oh, you yeah. what, he cared. <laughs> oh, yeah. And hopefully you cared, audience. Thank you so much for listening to Right in the Feels. We talked about toys. We talked about crack. You know, this was a very special episode, if you think about it. it. Like, I hope you took some lessons on fascism from this. I hope you learned a lot about Donkey Kong Country on Fox Family. There's a lot of lessons <laughs> to be taken from this episode. Uh, I hope that you get your kid a better Pokemon card than a Diglett, okay? You know, and if you see that poor kid, you know, maybe don't kick him. Like, maybe... I mean, no, nah, you probably just kick them. Like, everyone's got to learn that lesson somehow. Like, I learned a lot from being kicked. Uh, uh, Chelsea, is there anything that you want to plug here at the end? I forgot to mention slip and slides, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was on my list. Chelsea I just want to make sure I'm... Slip and slides. <laughs> Don't forget about slip and slides. I'm going to plug some of the other Can't Be Killed creations. Go over to Can't oh, Be yeah, Killed creations.com. You can check out all of our other podcasts and web comics that we produce there. If you're not into going to websites, because what the fuck is a website? You can go to your podcast app and you can download all the other Can't Be Killed creations pod- podcasts, like Aiming for Mediocrity, where we just talk a lot of shit about Nicolas Cage and a lot of praise, too. It's a very, very cage-centric podcast you can check out can't be killed creations so you can hear me tell solo stories about shitting myself while watching spider-man or you know being homeless and living in a van and being arrested for ghost busting i've had a very strange life people um you think it was just strange when i was a child no no it continued it it never really stopped uh but you can check that out over can't be killed uh confessions it's a really good podcast i recommend it and then finally you can check out persons of no consequence which is a very semi-serious podcast. I mean, we have our laughs, but it's an Depending on the day. Exactly, depending on who's on there. We have episodes with former drug dealers. We have episodes with uh, mobility experts that who teach the blind how to navigate their city. Uh, it's a very varied interview podcast where we go one-on-one in-depth with people on their careers and their lives about the, the stories you won't hear because they're not going to end up on Jimmy Fallon. But that's all of Can't Be Killed Creation Podcast. If you like webcomics, we have a webcomic called D and do this and finally 
if you don't want to do any of that, you like this podcast, this is what you're focused on. You want to hear me and Chelsea talking about more nostalgic shit that hits you right in the feels. Thank you. Keep listening. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your grandma, even if she's a punk, it's fine. Punks are also allowed to listen to podcasts. That's fine. Download it on your grandma's phone. Download it on your mom's phone. Get your dog a cell phone. Put it on there too. Okay. Get those likes on there. Drop us a review. Five stars. I'd super appreciate it. And if it's less than five stars, don't do it. You son of a bitch. I saw that Wait, star review. I saw it. I would I would say drop it even if it's less than. But could you, you please send us an email with, dirty mouth. with yeah. some constructive criticism like hyperbole or very factual? Because that's what I'm going to be thinking about for the next week, I think. <laughs> yeah, trying to find that middle ground. Finally, yes, keep emailing it. I love it. Tell me where you're listening to it. That's super helpful. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you hate. And don't just keep making fun of Chelsea. Like, listen, guys, like I know. Like, I've known her forever. She's awful, but like, you know, you got to have a co-host, okay? It can't just be me up here. Maybe it could. Maybe I could do another one. Anyways, but you can email us at can'tbekilledcreations at gmail.com. Give us all of your feedback, hyperbole or no. Talk about your favorite toys. Talk about your favorite boy bands. Talk about your favorite Digimon. Trying to go through all the episodes. Your favorite boy that met the world. Um, Those are all the episodes we've done. But let us know what you think of the show, other than Chelsea sucks. We all know, okay? Stop bagging on her. Uh, I do it enough for everybody. Chelsea, thank you so much for co-hosting this with me. I'm sorry I shit on you for most of the episode. That's okay. That's normal. Okay. I need it. I'm not going to change it. I'm saying I'm sorry, but like, I didn't mean it. I just, you know, it's one of those things that you say, you know? Yeah, no, I understand. Like, It's like a social nicety. We're from the Midwest. We talk about that. Yeah, it's like, oh, you know, we just say this thing. It's not a word. We don't know what it means, but it means I need to get past you real quick. <laughs> gonna sneak past you. Can we just sneak past you. Oh, <laughs> our Midwest is showing. Show us on the. Show us on your on your hand where you come from. <laughs> uh this has been right in the fields, and we're out. And then uh Chelsea, that's where I'm gonna cut it there. So feel free to talk whatever shit you want. Okay. They really leave bad reviews about me. <laughs>